Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Guys, what's up? Before Diango Unchained, before Jamie Fox, there was one badass cowboy that came before. And that movie's called Posse with Mario Van Peebles. So, Buster Stone, are you watching this? Put him in your next expendable franchise. Mario Van Peebles. And don't forget Billy Zane as a villain, too. I should have added him in. Um, this movie needs a better release, to be honest with you. It needs special features that have a history on black cowboys of the Old West. They need to do something like that. I mean, they did, but. I would like to see it in the DVD format, like putting in something like a special feature for this type of movie. Um, very good movie. I remember watching it. I actually did enjoy it. It's like close to two hours. I forgot how how long this movie was too. And um, the movie is about Mario Van Peebles' character is serving in the Spanish-American War with his his American soldier friends, and um, the leader of the war was the Civil War general played by Billy Zane. And let me just say, he plays a good villain also in this movie. Anytime Billy Zane plays a villain, I'm always in, into it. Because even though he plays the same villain like he does in mostly all his movies anywhere. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Sorry about my speech. But, um, but you know guys know what I'm talking about. You know, you've seen Demon Knight. You've seen Titanic. He's, you've seen all his villain roles. You know what he is. Remember when he plays a superhero like in the movie The Phantom? I'd be like, I'm not used to this. Where he plays a good guy role though. But yeah, very good role for him. Um you know, um the Civil War General Play represents one day said my Van people's character and his his black cowboy friend, including one white cowboy, they were Stephen Baldwin, who's a good who's part of the good guys by the way, someone on this mission to get some supplies and then while they shoot up all the Cuban soldiers, they found that um they were gold in the chest, so they took the gold, and it's pretty obvious the general used them to get the gold, you know, and then the general stopped them off halfway, like, where you going, you know, like, cause he wants to go, and he was about to shoot the soldiers that went in to get the gold for him, so one of the black soldiers was with Billy Zane's character, who was like a yes-man type of thing, kind of saved the day, and was able to shoot him out, Billy Zane got his eyes shot out, half of his eyes shot out, and, um, the black cowboys, led by Mario Van Peebles character, Crucio Baldwin, by the way, and they they were able to escape. And Weezy, who's the yes man, decided to go with them. They said, "You want you want to go to America, hide in these coffin," and that's how they was able to escape to Cuba, to go to America to the west, to the frontier, pretty much. Um, they in New Orleans, partying, having fun, enjoying themselves, and um, later on in that scene. Guess what? Billy Zane's character ended up going to America with his men, and it was he shot one of the guys, you know, 
and um, <coughs> ready to go after Jesse and the rest of the gang, you know, for escaping him. And they were all in the run while Jesse was on the run on his own because he had something to do. And you see flashback scenes on and off of Jesse that you get to know about his character, who he is now, because he has a flashback history where his father died by the white man who was prejudiced against him. And he got beaten up, and he pretty much he wants revenge, you know. And um, while they ride on town, they come from obstacles, and you know they they ride on town. They see other like Chinese, um, blacks and Indians walking on the railroads. So you get like some color boundary issues and stuff here and there. I mean, it actually is color boundaries, but you know that's it's a Western movie, which you expect, especially with this type of caliber. So I expect it. But um, let me just say, I, from watching this movie, I don't recall any of the characters using the N-word, which was kind of interesting. It was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. If I'm correct, I didn't see none of these characters, like, especially the white man, they, they didn't use the N-word. Secret Tarantino? Like how cool this movie was. I mean, to me, in my opinion, I'd say this movie is much more cool than Diango Unchained, in my opinion. You know, I like the Diango Unchained. I just saw it a few days ago, but you know, I just never bothered reviewing it because people already talked about it already, so why even bother? But um, yeah, Diango Unchained was good. I, I liked it for what it was, but I didn't thought it was all that. I guess because I see so many spaghetti westerns on the style that Great Teams are trying to portray, I'm like I'm like absorbing it. So check my main channel page here. I talk about so many spaghetti westerns. Like watching something like Diango Unchained was nothing to me, but I didn't even think that movie was all that. Like. I mean, I mean, they used the N-word a lot. I was like, damn, so this is what they were talking about? But in Posse, to me, Posse is like a way better movie than The Echo and Shade. And I didn't even use the N-word, not even once if I'm corrected. I was like, damn. So that shows how good this, how awesome a movie could be, you know, with the right direction. But anyway, um, other than people in this gang, it's still upon this town, owned by black settlers and stuff. And it was a town that his father was hoping for to be built that he he practically like have his citizen built before his father died and not even Pierce County Sassy encounters that he he grew up with that he knows. His you know, Jesse, I mean go by his name, Jesse his character's name. And um he's still playing Underworld who owns the town now. And um you know they, they enjoy themselves, they get talk about good old times. And then you got the other town run by white settlers and these white men are the one that killed Jesse's father in the past. They're still upon the black town, um, making threats, saying they want these guys, you know, like pretty much they wanted from the one post to like they're making threats. And um they catch the two people from the town, Jesse and plus they beat up one of the members of the Jesse's gang, which was the white guy Stephen Bowman's character, which I actually enjoyed his character, so it's sad that he died, you know, they beat him down to death and um you know it was sad because he was trying to say one of his black friends, so they really caught him and beat Stephen Bowman's character down. And um while Jesse found this out, he went to the town, to the white town, and freed two of the prisoners, and they escaped. And uh, the white KKK leader shot the mayor, trying to flame it on Jesse. And behind him was the general. He ended up catching up with Jesse and his gang from the white town. And the, the evil general and the white people from the white town teaming up together to invade the black town. And then you got this big shootout. You know, in the town, as the black settlers trying to defend themselves, and they used to see the conspiracy behind the black town where Blair Underwood's character, who's like the U.S. Marshal of the town, 
and you find out that he, he actually wanted the town to be destroyed because the railroad is power. The railroad could come to this town, grab all the land, get more money, more power pretty much for the land, and Blair Woodcat was the traitor, and he was actually conspiring with the white leader of the white town, you know, the KKK leader, to split 50-50, but they come to a disagreement. The white guy betrayed Blair Underworld's character, Jesse shot the white cowboy, white villain, the mayor, I mean, not the mayor, I mean, the KKK leader, he had, was able to shot him, and, you know, you know, pretty much everyone's fighting off. Um, a lot of good, you know, some, a lot of the gang members from Jesse's gang end up dying, likable characters, by the way, which is kind of sad, you know, that's all the weakness of this movie, is like, a lot of likable characters die in this movie, but, um, they get the final battle with Jesse versus Billy James, Captain Evil General, and he battles his gags out to save his woman. And then Jesse and Billy Zane go one on one. And um they start fighting and um fist fighting. He pushed pushed Billy Zane characters to the sword, you know, killed him. And while Billy, while Jesse and his woman and Tiny Lester, who's trying to save Jesse, but he got shot, he was injured. They walk out the um, saloon while the soul's burning fire. Then Billy Zane's character ended up coming out the saloon. He was alive a little bit. He shot Tiny Lester's character, and then the little kid from the town gave um, Jesse the gun, and he used the gun to shoot Billy Zane and his character. And then he went inside, he, he went, went right through the bar to the saloon, and the fire exploded. And then Tiny Lester died. So another likable character that died. You know, a lot, a lot of likable character died. I think the only one that le lived was Wheezy. Wheezy was the one that was alive, him and Jesse only. You know, so that was kind of. So it was like, that's it, only two characters. But then you get the Indian woman. He turned the Indian woman, you know, we're going to use the gold to build a better town, a better freeman. And then when you get to the end of the movie, you get this old black man doing, talking about, dude, like, who did it? He was the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. You know, that, that old black man was doing the narration. He was the um, little kid, and he grew up to be to become him pretty obvious. And he told the reporter who he was, and he said, and the reporter felt like he got everything that he wanted. And he, the reporter walked out, and then he gave the reporter this the poetry book, the my the my people's character his father read to him when he was young, and passed the, passed the torch to the little boy, which the little boy all grew up now, and passed the torch to the reporter. So I thought. So the story, the message to get out there to the public, you know. Um, all in all, Posse is a really, really good cowboy movie. Definitely put it in your collection. And um, I would love to see a sequel to it one day.